Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Welcome to Calvary Chapel. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. I don't know if you've ever had strange things happen in your house, but I do have strange things, especially with three teenage boys. And and one of those strange things is boys who normally would not care about hygiene and things like that, all of a sudden, you wake up one day and their hair's combed and they smell good and they're up early and their room is clean and, and you're like, what is going on? And you're like, wait a minute, what's her name? because that's exactly what's going on. And I think it's no different when we come into a relationship with Jesus. Strange things begin to happen in us. And I remember just how strange it was when I first got saved to give my life to Jesus and feeling this feeling of a burden lifted. Not just a burden lifted, but like all the guilt and shame to know that I'm forgiven of my sin. Like, it just was kind of an overwhelming realization. Because honestly, I think throughout the years, I just kind of thought of Christianity itself as being kind of a burden. Like the rules and the regulations and things I'm going to have to do and all this stuff. But instead, I feel this release, this freedom. And and instead of being worried about, you know, keeping these rules, all of a sudden I feel like this desire that I just really don't want sin to be a part of my life anymore. And, and being repulsed by it. But not just that, it was also the miracles that God did. I, I remember the very first one that I, I witnessed was when I, I called my, my stepdad or my dad, my, excuse me, my dad, my stepmom and said, Hey, I really think I need to go traveling with you guys. You know, they were song evangelists for the Nazarene church. And I remember hanging up the phone and I was like, Oh no, I'm going to curse in church. <laughs> because I just, that's just who I was. I saw, oh, my, my mouth was horrible. And the Lord just immediately took that away. But it wasn't just that. I remember actually sitting at a, at a stoplight one time and I was getting ready to go. And, and there was a guy that I knew. He, he had hurt a friend of mine, a girl that I knew that was a friend of mine. And he'd hurt her in some pretty bad ways. And, and so during that season of my life, before I was a Christian, I was kind of dreaming up ideas and ways that I could, you know, inflict injury and harm to this guy. He was too big. He would have beat me up. So I had to do something, you know, sinister, something behind the scenes. And there was my opportunity. I'm sitting at the stoplight. He's crossing. And, you know, normally my thought would have been run him down. But instead, I was like, you know what? I I think I have compassion for that guy. There's love in my heart for this guy that I previously hated. And I was like, there is a God. Because that's not from me. I, I just realized that. And, and then another strange thing happened as I was coming back from traveling with my parents. I remember I was praying for a Christian friend because I had no Christian friends other than one girl. And we were friends, but I, I just needed somebody I could talk to and somebody I could, I could hang out with. And so I started praying earnestly for a Christian friend. And my friend Gordon had invited me to go to basketball. So we were playing basketball. 
And he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I invited Brian. I was like, oh, I hate that guy. Hate that guy, man. He just drives me crazy. We used to, we got in a big fight in sixth grade, you know, fist fight and everything. And I just, we were just rivals and everything. Well, so here I am going to basketball with Brian. And then, of course, Gordon's like, I got to work in the morning. Can you give Brian a ride home? I was like, oh, hate that guy, you know, as a Christian. But anyway, so I'm wearing this Jesus t-shirt, right? And, and he's like, what's with the Jesus t-shirt? I said, well, I'm a Christian. He's like, I just got saved a month ago. And from that moment on, we were best friends. Now he pastors a church in Pocatello and still one of the, my best friends in the world. Strange things that the Lord does. Uh, you know, I, the one, one thing that was strange, I, I never thought, there was two people that I never thought could get saved. One was my best friend in high school, which was Gordon, and then my stepdad, Jeff. And now the Lord saved both those guys. I mean, just the Lord does strange things. But I, as I walk with the Lord, these things that were strange to me, I, I guess they're becoming less and less strange. I, I be, become more and more expectant of Jesus to do things in my life. And I think especially over this last year is, you know, just a lot has happened in my own in life personally. You know, learning spiritual warfare, learning to, to really pray, which I don't think I ever really understood as much as I have. And just to see how all that time of prayer and all those prayers, the Lord answering and just doing amazing things that we've been seeing happen again and again and again. And it was no different for the people of Galilee. Many of them have waited for years, hoping, expecting for the Messiah to come. And, and they, they were anticipating that. But then when he came, it was a little strange. If you'll stand with me, we're in Luke chapter 5, verses 12 through 26. And Luke writes by the Holy Spirit, and it happened when he was in a certain city that behold, a man who was full of leprosy saw Jesus. And he fell on his face and implored him saying, Lord, if you are willing, you can make me clean. And then he put out his hand and touched him saying, I am willing, be cleansed. And immediately the leprosy left him. And he charged him to tell no one, but go and show yourself to the priest and make an offering for your cleansing as a testimony to them, just as Moses commanded. However, the report went around concerning him all the more, and great multitudes came together to hear and to be healed by, by him of their infirmities. So he himself often withdrew to, a wilderness, to the wilderness and prayed. Now it happened on a certain day, as he was teaching, that there were Pharisees and teachers of the law sitting by, who had come out of every town of Galilee, Judea, and Jerusalem, and the power of the Lord was present to heal them. Then behold, men brought on a bed a man who was paralyzed, who they sought to bring in and lay before him. And when he could not find how they might bring him in because of the crowd, they went up to the housetop and let him down with his bed through the tiling in the midst before Jesus. And when, they, when he saw their faith, he said to him, Man, your sins are forgiven you. And the scribes and the Pharisees began to reason, saying, Who is this who speaks blasphemies? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But when Jesus perceived their thoughts, he answered and said to them, Why are you reasoning in your hearts? Which is easier to say, your sins are forgiven you, or to say, rise up and walk? But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the man who was paralyzed, I say to you, arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he rose up before them, took up what he'd been lying on, and departed to his own house, glorifying God. And they were all amazed, and they glorified God, and were filled with fear, saying, We have seen 
strange things today. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we thank you so much for your word. And we ask, Lord, that you would just open our hearts to receive what it is that you have for us by your Holy Spirit. Certainly, Lord, we we come here with needs. We come here with concerns, Lord, in our hearts, difficulties from this past week or just things that have been weighing on us, Lord, infirmities and troubles and sorrows, questions, Lord. And so we just bring them before you today, Lord, and ask that you, by your Holy Spirit, would speak to us, meet us where we're at, show us the things that you have for us, Lord, as strange as they may be, Lord, that you would help us to be open to all that you have. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. So we've been following Jesus' Galilean ministry, and of course, Jesus started out in Nazareth in the Gospel of Luke where he went and joined the church that he'd been a part of since his childhood and shared with them the things that the, that the Holy Spirit had put upon him. As it said, he read from Isaiah 61, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me and he's anointed me to preach the good news to the poor and so on and so forth and, and to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And, and he says, today these things are being fulfilled in your hearing. Of course, the people there in Nazareth were mixed in their response. Some of them were marveling at the gracious things he was saying. Others were saying, well, isn't this Joseph's son? Isn't this Mary's, isn't it, you know, isn't Mary's mother and his brothers and sisters here? And, and so Jesus rebuked them for their unbelief and they tried to throw him off a cliff. They didn't want him to be a part of their synagogue. So he goes to Capernaum. And of course, in Capernaum, he heals the sick and he he casts out a demon and, you know, does a lot of miracles there. Everyone's coming to Jesus and he's healing all of them and casting out demons. And then he goes to a desert place and they come back and they say, Lord, come back. The people are waiting for you. And he's like, no, I have to preach in all the synagogues in Galilee. And of course, then he joined Peter, James and John in their fishing boat as he got into the fishing boat and they cast out a little ways and he preached to the multitudes. But then he said, Peter, go a little further, go a little deeper and cast into the cast your nets into the deep and as they cast their net the hull of fish was too big for them to bring in and it was causing their boats to sink and and Jesus you know of course Peter he was baffled by that he got fell down on his knees before Jesus and he said depart from me lord i'm a sinful man and Jesus says don't be afraid for i will make you a fisher of men come and follow me you, you see that was what we've been learning over the last couple of weeks is that Jesus comes and he joins himself to us temporarily he'll join our, our church or our, our job or our life and he comes alongside of us and, and and yet he doesn't come to join us but he comes that we might join him thanks again for listening to abide in truth with pastor mike Hughes. if you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.